a welcome to the Infinity Bros podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be, here on a New Year's episode, bringing in 2020, the only way that Barbara Walters would want it to be brought in, with a new episode of the Infinity Bros podcast. We're so grateful you're here. A jam-packed episode. Uh, we are doing our annual Stan Lee's uh, I'll introduce our first uh, Infinity Bro. We have a lot of them today. Isaac, Isaac, this was kind of your ins- uh, your baby here of w- calling it the Stan Lee's. Uh, what was the uh, I guess? Um, uh, wh- how'd you come up with the name? Uh, well, we went through several different options last year when we did the Stan Lee's, and we had a little bit different process. But uh, but yeah, if you want to check out our first Stan Lee's, you can go to our YouTube uh, channel and check that out. But uh, yeah, I don't know. We were just tossing around different ideas, and I think Robbie was the one that actually thought up the Stan Lees, and it just fits so perfectly. So we can't we can't just not go with it. Well, let's introduce then Robbie, Robbie Sauter, our other Infinity Bro. Robbie, uh, what what inspired you to create the name Stan Lee? Uh, I, I really don't really remember. I know that it was wasn't it close to or after Stan Lee had passed away, and we were like, we need something to inspire him, and we're like, yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what we use. It just worked out perfectly. Cool. Um, all the way from Montana, we have Infinity Bro Jarrett. Jarrett, what do you think about all this electricity, man? Um, it's all new and a foreign concept to me, um, but I- I'm I'm learning to use it. Hmm. All right. Good. <laughs> it's my review of electricity, guys. <laughs> That's your review of electricity. What is your rating of electricity? <laughs> no, no, no. We haven't done the bumper yet. What are you doing? Yeah. Come on. Oh, come on. Gosh, Isaac, get out of here. I just got to say, though, normally hindsight is twenty twenty, but today our hindsight's going to be 2019. Ah, very good. Very good. And (laughs) happy new year. All right. That's it. Cut the episode. And this is going to be his last podcast, potentially, because he's really mad because he's claiming that he came up with the name Stan Lee's Infinity Bro Zane. Zane, plead your case. Um... I, I don't know what case there is to plead. I came up with it. Picture it didn't the happen. Yeah, I need to see a picture to see that. And finally, the, <laughs> I just I just want to get okay. the drama, started, the drama started. We're only a couple minutes into it, and the editing on this is going to be fun with five different layers of audio. It's going to be great. Um, and uh, finally, the Infinity Bro that uh, haunts many in their dreams, but sometimes has good opinions. Mark Jones. Mark, how are you? I'm good. I'm glad we're all here together as a family. The Infinity Bros universe is lined up for all of us. And I'm, you know, I love you guys all. What is your big hope for the Infinity? Do you have an Infinity Bros 2020 resolution for the Infinity Bros universe? VR gaming. Anything else or you just want to leave it at that? Um, I'm hoping we can upgrade some players on our in our current roster. <laughs> in VR gaming? Everyone now questions <laughs> who is talking about. <laughs> Okay. I... <laughs> yeah. Do are we allowed to put anybody on the trade block? Could we like trade trade somebody? Do a different. Podcast? We are once the contracts get up upgraded. Yes, we will be making trades. I have decided this now. Taking over as commissioner of the Infinity Bros. Isaac's furiously messaging the reformed gamers and all the podcast buddies. I'm sorry, bro. We didn't get you in the trade. Mark, trade you somewhere else. <laughs> trades are open. <laughs> We got a jam-packed show for you today. It is an all-year-long review show. We're going to be doing our Stanleys uh, for the year of 2019. We're going to get into our top five movies, our top five TV shows, 
um, our top five podcasts, and then we will do our top five comic books. Uh, and and um, the dialogue will kind of be diverse, a little different than our normal um, kind of lineup. Uh, but we're so grateful you're here with us. Uh, you could check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, at the Infinity Bros. Uh, you can also listen to us on Google Music, Spotify, and iTunes Music. We're so grateful you're taking time out of your busy uh, New Year to be with us. A um, couple things though, we may spoil some things this year. Okay, we may spoil some things from 2019. So we're just gonna put the uh, spoiler bumper warning right here. This is prepare yourself. And Infinity Bros. Prepare yourself. Spoiler. Warning. And to be honest, you may be listening to us for the first time, checking us out to hear our thoughts on certain movies. So we're going to put our rating system right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an Infinity Step. Fantastic. Zine, uh, you and I hung out for New Year's last night. And um, what would you give your rating of New Year's CNN uh, festivities? Oh, my goodness. Yeah? Six out of six. Tell the people what we do every year, Zane. It's, uh, well... Me and Max, and typically uh, Jardine as well. We like to uh, hang out, and we watch CNN's broadcast of New Year's, and uh, usually gets pretty wild, and it's slowly becoming our new and tradition. The funny thing is, is I don't ever turn on CNN outside of yesterday. Like I literally yeah, don't same. watch CNN all year. Like <laughs> the only time I watch it is yeah. for that. And they just get they're just they're 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 inappropriate. It's, oh yeah, it gets yeah. wild. You're like, how are they how are they filming this? Or how have they not It would be interesting button? to go back and listen to Steve Harvey or watch Steve Harvey and see how bad his show got. I know Gronk spiked his like uh face from made of Legos on the ground. Yes, which was amazing, but I mean I think all the highlights are coming from CNN this year. Well, why don't you guys give us your uh, top five moments of the CNN broadcast last night? Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is normally a family-friendly podcast. Uh, I'll do my best. This is a yeah, this is a family-friendly. I can do it. I can do it without using bad words. Um, <clears throat> number five is is just I'm gonna just put Anderson Cooper. Anderson uh, makes it very clear <laughs> the whole show that he does not drink ever, and uh, you can tell, you could tell, and Andy Cohen just continues to bring different types of liquor to the table. Um, and and it just capped off with a Jaeger shot. And you could just tell Anderson was not going to have a good day um, afterwards, right? So I would do that. And uh, then four through one would be Don Lemon. Yes. Four through one would be Don Lemon. So I agree. Anything with Don Lemon. He, got, he announced that he was running for president yesterday. He's not running for president, but he announced he was running for president. So interesting how that works out. Uh, We're going to start with our top five TV shows. And uh, so what we do on the show every week is we usually do one top five at the end. This is an all top five episode. Um, So sometimes we will mention some honorable mentions that didn't make the list, and we will rank it from five to one. Do we want to go throughout the show um, kind of – 
doing this as a, hey, we're going to say all of our fives, then all of our fours, and then all of our threes? Or do we want to go through the full list and then kind of discuss afterwards? I think maybe the, the fives, fours, threes, two, ones. Okay. As a group. Do you have honorable mention lists as well? Yeah, we'll do the honorable mention list to start. So, so we'll start with our honorable mentions of TV shows for this year, the year of 2019. Now, keep in mind, it could just be a season of a show. It could be a way a show ended. Um, it's just based on who the reviewer is. So don't get up in arms if we're not reviewing your favorite show. Just know these are what we were watching and what we liked. So, Robbie, we'll start with you. You just want our honorable mentions? Yeah, honorable mentions. Okay, so this was a big year for TV shows. I think everyone agrees with that. Um, my honorable mentions, in no specific order, go Stranger Things Season 3, uh, Handmaid's Tale, Westworld, and Mindhunter. So those are all shows that I loved, watched, um, really enjoyed, but didn't quite make my top five what is there a reason they didn't make your list you would say especially stranger things doesn't make my top five list it doesn't even make my honorable mentions this year it was a good season but for that movie in particular i mean that show in particular do you think they could have done more i i love stranger things i really thought it was good there's just so many there was so much new content this year that it was really hard to put together my top five list and also my number one is kind of an oldie but uh i finally got around to doing it type, type that's okay so that pushed everything else back um i really like my top five list it's just there's a lot of good shows this year mark tell me your honorable mention list all right my honorable mention list includes um the netflix series glow game of thrones umbrella academy and guys grocery games Tell me about Guy's Grocery Games. I've never heard of this show. Like Literally, today's Triple the first time you've talked about it to me. You don't know who Guy Fieri is? Oh, I know who the, he is, but great... I've never seen his So he has like a cookie show that's game. in like a grocery store. It's Guy's Grocery Store, and they, they like make food, and they have different stipulations sometimes. It's great. It's fantastic. Best competition cooking show on TV. Really? Yep. That's high praise because, like, I mean, Chopped and all those other shows uh, are on there. It's British utterly Bacon ridiculous. Show. That's why. British Baking oh, yeah, Show. Br- oh, nailed it. That one's pretty good. But Guys is, guys is just Nailed superior. it. Nailed it's a really good show on Netflix, too. Do you think, Mark, so do you, are you, would you consider yourself a food game show or food competitive show elite mind? Do you watch a lot of those shows? Or I do is watch this a lot one of just, those shows. Oh, yeah, okay. I do watch like Chopped and the uh-huh. British Baking Show and um, nailed it. They're all good. I've never been disappointed, but I I hold high I hold in high regard guys' grocery games. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to check that one out. I'm writing that one down after this. Um, Jarrett, let's go to you. Honorable mentions. Jarrett is on a buy right now. Is Jarrett gone? Okay, that's fine. Zane, we'll go to you. Zane, honorable mentions. Uh, I didn't come up with any honorable mentions because I didn't want this podcast to be oh, seven hours long. Okay. Any anybody else's honorable mentions that you want to attack? <laughs> but now that Mark said that, I will definitely add Guys Grouchy Games into my honorable mentions because that show it's is lit. fantastic. That's what the kids would say. Okay. So I I one hundred percent agree with you, Mark. Yeah. Ironically, uh, Jarrett's Jarrett's electricity just went out. So. <laughs> I will say the electricity joke was like kind of kind of not funny at the time, 
But now the electricity joke is very funny. Um, Isaac, we'll go to you. Honorable mentions. For honorable mentions, I have the world according to Jeff Goldblum, and ooh, uh, that's a good that's a good honorable mention. Yeah, and uh, let's see, what was the other one I had? Well, I don't even recall the other one I had, so it must not be that important. Okay, all right. And Jarrett won't be returning with us today, probably. I or totally if he does, it'll be a little late. About the Umbrella Academy, that's that's totally on my honorable mentions as well. Such a good show. Yeah. Uh, I have a long honorable mentions list. Uh, this is us. I always rave about this show. They've kind of taken a different storytelling approach. Doesn't make my top five, but um, still there. Uh, the Mandalorian. I'm still only on like episode six. These guys are giving me a hard time about it, but it doesn't crack my top five. This is a really. You guys have said this. This is a really good TV show list. It's like a good I would TV say, year. like we had a lot of good. Yeah, TV. I, I think. I think I think Mandalorian had it has still has a shot to make my top five after i finish it um i i don't know if anybody's watching the imagineering documentary series on disney plus so it kind of goes through how the imagineers have developed all the disney theme parks and all the work that happens behind the scene it's just a really great great show and and that that's been awesome i hope they continue to add on to that and then the two that i'm like i was going back and forth all day yesterday on are silicon valley um just been a really fun series. Uh, this has been a great series ending season as well. Um, and then Rick and Morty. This one was really hard to keep off my top five list. Um, what Rick and Morty has been doing this year has really been um, remarkable. I think they they are they are getting better and better. What in what seems to be. They've definitely got potential to be like the best Rick and Morty season ever if they keep this up. Like they've been putting out great episodes so far. Yeah, and, and every episode's good. Um, but I think you guys all nailed it. All the shows that I'm gonna talked about today were like I walked out of all five of these going like fantastic shows, unbelievable shows. We did get Jarrett back. Jarrett, your electricity's back. The joke was not funny at the beginning of the show. Now it is funny. It's very good, yeah. Good job, Jarrett. Well done. Just get that hamster on the wheel and keep him going. Jarrett, what is your honorable mention for TV shows? Um, the World According to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, it, it would definitely be on my list, except I haven't watched as many episodes as I would like. Um, but no, that, if you haven't checked it out yet, it's very phenomenal. And the fact that it isn't on my top five shouldn't dissuade you from watching it because it is fantastic if you're listening to our show if we put it on an honorable mention list that means we really really wanted to put it on a top five probably um and we really recommend it it's just not on our top five this year uh robbie we're gonna go to you what is your number five tv show of the year number five is the mandalorian uh it, it was just too difficult to wow. not put that on the list you you we get our first show of star wars it it has all the feels of a very much of a Star Wars show, um, and and the you haven't even got to it yet, Max. But episode seven and eight, where the story finally Ooh, gets going, yeah, it's oh, good. It makes things. It so makes good. it makes the season. It elevates the season before what it was, because what it was before was just kind of just kind of small little snippets, and then the last two episodes, like the story's moving. That's so exciting to hear just as a fan who isn't all the way through it because, like, I'm still enjoying it. Like, these little snippets you're talking about, I'm loving it. Still liking it. I just have taken my time. Um, 
because I'm watching other content. Uh, really exciting to hear that. I think I think the Mandalorian is going to be on a lot of lists. I don't think that's that's a that's an accident. Mark, we'll go to you. What's your number five? Um, who here has watched any of these? Have not. I I wanted to get caught up on all my CW shows, but now I'm like, that's probably not happening. So I might just end up watching it all when it comes out on Hulu or whatever. I plan to just watch the Infinite Earth. Right. Yeah. I think I've resorted to that as well. I've I've actually watched all three as well without getting any of the context of the previous shows, and I've been able to follow with it. It's been pretty good. Mark, what do you what would you rate the three episodes so far? Just individual, like not just the three episodes themselves. Like, like did you? Total? Yeah, would did were you satisfied with the way the third episode ended? Yeah, I'm satisfied. Okay, I'm. I you know me. I'm. You guys know me. I'm all in on those episodes and right. all those shows. Is it only so. three episodes? I thought it was five. Well, it's five, but they they've done three so far, okay. and then they're coming okay. back after the break before the winter break, and then okay. I think they're doing more later. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark, what'd you think of the, not to give away spoilers, just because some people haven't listened to it, but the way they ended the third episode, did you feel like that was, did you did you like that cliffhanger? Yeah, I did. I mean, like, again, I'm all in. You okay. Me, you could, they could be pooping in tinfoil, and that's what I want. I want three gotcha. supermen just yeah, yeah, throwing yeah. poop at each other, and I'm good. I, I was, <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, I've, I did not see it coming. <laughs> I, in, in a show that appears to be really, like, um... It's easy to kind of tell where it's going in some places. The way they ended that episode was really good. I just got to say, I got to give them credit because I, a little bit of it was like, eh, whatever, I kind of anticipated this or it's too corny, but they did a good job there. Jarrett, number five. Um, so my number five was Rebels. Um, I'd like to watch more of it, but I started the first season and then I realized, hey, it's been too long since I watched The Clone Wars, so I went back and I'm redoing the Clone Wars, but Rebels for the start is very promising and very good. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes beyond here. And like I said, I'm not going past the episode that I watched just because I want to see Clone Wars again. But um, if you haven't checked out the Disney Plus Star Wars stuff, um, the old Cartoon Network and the new Cartoon Network stuff is on there. And it's very good. Zayner. All right. So my number five, uh, little out there. But it's on becoming a god in Central Florida. I don't know how many of you guys have heard of it, but if you have not heard of it or seen it, I would definitely recommend it. The main character is Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I see why you like it. And she is fantastic. You want to give a little more, Zane? A lot of us haven't heard of it, so pitch it to us a little more. Um, <laughs> where, where can we watch it? So, uh, it's on. Is it on Stars? Yeah, I was gonna say none of us know Zane. You gotta tell us. Um, <laughs> is it on stars guys? I don't, I don't, I, I think it's on stars, but, uh, so it's about, um, a woman who loses her husband and he was all, all in on a, um, well, a, a pyramid scheme. And that was, you know, one of these, uh, revolutionize your life and make money. And, you know, we, we all know these type of, uh, these things we know people that do that not to hate on those people but this show basically just takes that to the extreme and so kirsten dunn's character um after losing her husband was basically like i just want to shut down this whole company because it's all like a fraud and the show it just goes 
off the walls and um it just gets like really crazy on what she does to basically just shut this whole company down it's really good it, it's that's a awesome comedy. that's what's nice about these lists so. is sometimes you get some gems like that that you just don't know about Isaac, number five. All right. My number five in TV shows is actually Stranger Things. It was just another solid season. Um, great acting. Uh, really, and uh, just the cool, nostalgic vibe you get from those shows, honestly, is what elevates that show, in my opinion. Like, yeah, obviously, uh, none of us were alive in the 80s, but it was it's really cool to look back on that and just see how well they, they did that part of it. And just again, great acting, pretty good storyline and they leave it on a nice little cliffhanger for season four. So yeah, really, really great season of stranger things this year. Um, I'm going to go with the good place at number five. This season of the good place is their best season already. Um, If you have not watched the good place, don't, read about anything about it just it can't really tell you anything other than that it's about the afterlife and that's it um this is just a really well written show it's written by the same guy that did the office and parks and rec so you know that your humor is going to be good this is um just great acting across the board um some new actors that really have kind of just captured my attention this year are on the show um and uh so check this one out uh it's a comedy it's subjective uh but um this one edged Rick and Morty and Silicon Valley and the Mandalorian for me, um, just in terms of that it's the last season and the writing that they've had has been really, really remarkable. So, Robbie, let's go to number four. All right. Uh, number four for me is The Watchmen, the HBO original series that they just got finished. Um, I think many of us will probably have it on our list, but it, it, it's just a great show. Uh, if you like the Watchmen, either the movie or the comic, um, you're gonna love this show. Like it connects, it connects um, some of the characters that you love from the original series, um, and it and it makes its own story that is coherent and really well done. Mark, uh, my number four goes to the boys. Ooh, yeah, from Amazon. You know, gritty superhero-esque tv show about normal people trying to kill superheroes again all in yeah i think we're going to talk a lot about Watchmen and the boys so we'll keep going uh jared um so me and my wife discovered schitt's creek on netflix um, oh it's this is a good show yeah it's so funny and like in a way that caught me off guard because when christian was originally describing the premise to me i was like okay but i didn't expect to laugh as hard as i have been at this at this show so yeah that's definitely uh, up in the top five for me. That's on Netflix too, isn't it? Yeah. So you can, I mean, you can binge watch it like crazy, which is what we've been doing. My sister really loves that show. She got me into that, that first season of that. Um, Zaner. Uh, my number four is the Umbrella Academy. Talk about it. Um, I think it's just, it was a solid show that, um, I don't know if a ton of people were, expecting how it was going to go on netflix i think a lot of people were like oh this could be interesting and then i actually got on netflix and like i binged through it all in basically a day and i was very surprised at how good it turned out to be and i'm excited for season two. uh jerry you you were talking about the comic book because you've read the comic book for um the umbrella academy do you feel like it did it justice i think okay 
So I think they kind of mash together so many different because because the Umbrella Academy, I think, is on the third volume at this point or the fourth. The newest one is Hotel Oblivion. Um, and they mashed together and kind of took some shortcuts. And normally that would frustrate me because it, it takes away so much storytelling that they could have in the future. But I think they did it in such a way where like the, the world is their oyster, right? They could literally do anything they want with this TV show now. Especially uh, the way the show ended. Right. right. It doesn't have to follow the the storyline from the comics. In fact, they they really did kind of bounce around between the different volumes. Um, if you're... If you're going to read the comics and watch the show, don't expect them to be exactly the same, right? If you keep that in mind that, like, these don't have to perfectly match up, you'll enjoy the show. If you watch Yeah, the but show in fairness, like, how many, how many times do they perfectly match up in, like, comics and movies? Exactly, right? And, and people get so mad about that, but I'm like, it's, it's a very unique and interesting thing in its own right. Yeah, and that's unrealistic. It's more like, yeah, paying tribute to this amazing comic that exists and giving it to a different audience, right? Because some people are never going to read the comic. But yeah, I think they did a great job. I don't think it's like, you know, one for one, but it's it's still... And I think the characters are interesting in different ways in the TV show compared to the comics, right? Like Cha-Cha and Hazel are vastly different in the comics. They give them way more character in the TV show. Um, so yeah, That's really good. Isaac, what's your number four? My number four is also Umbrella Academy, actually. So, yeah, very good show. Um, And I, you know, I hadn't read the comic either, so I didn't really know what to expect. But really cool, like, different superhero take, I guess. It's kind of nice to just see a refreshing take on that instead of just the same old. I mean, obviously, I would love the same old superheroes if they came out with shows or movies of the same old superheroes. But it's kind of cool to see just some different content out there. So, yeah, really great season and it ended on a really cool note to make you like want the next episode immediately. <laughs> so excited for season two. For me, um, number four is The Boys as well, Mark. I, I think this show surprised me the most out of my whole list. Um, I kind of knew what I was getting into with the other, uh, with my top three and number five, but I did not know what I was getting into with The Boys. And uh, th- this show, we've talked about The Boys on this show, and this is not a show you watch lightly. Um, you, you go in with the full, I would even say Watchmen's a little bit like this too, like, where you walk into this movie, this this show, and you know <clears throat> there's gonna be some content that's explicit, um, but it has a really important message to say. And uh, I think the way that um, the boys ended this their season, uh, it's it's gonna be season two is going to be very good. I think if the showrunners and actors can all come back um, and do it, I have no doubt about it. Uh, Mark, Mark, what do you, what did you like? Would you give this season a six out of six? Yeah, yeah, I would I totally too, I get think. a six out of six. Yeah. I think I would as well. That's why I ask. So, Robbie, let's go to number three. All right, my number three would be Chernobyl, another uh, Ooh, HBO. Oh, that was that was my other one on my honorable mention that I forgot. That was so good. Yeah, great, great. It's such a good show, and I would also like to mention that even though I forgot it, and that's becoming my trend for right now, uh, The Boys would have been another honorable mention if not it the boys would probably actually beat out the mandalorian so the boys would probably be my number five but but yeah no chernobyl is a great show um if you have it's a it's a mini series i think it's only six episodes long um hour-long episodes but 
watch watch Chernobyl like and then after you watch Chernobyl then you're gonna YouTube like everything that happened with Chernobyl because it's like it's one of those type of shows it's so good Mark uh, my number three um, you can watch on TNT at 7 o'clock on Wednesday nights AEW Dynamite some of the best wrestling out there in the world right now hashtag all in am I right am I right Max Jarrett, number three. <laughs> uh, just so mad about it. Uh, number three for me is Umbrella Academy. And since we're doing this bit where we all add our uh, honorable mentions in later, I forgot My Hero Academia. Um, but <gasps> we, we already do. talked about oh Umbrella Academy, so we'll could, uh, move on. I could, do a, I could do a top five anime list. Yep. That's Spoiler alert, Robbie anime. did forget that show as well. That's, uh, that's for my top five anime list. <laughs> Isaac, too, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, that on my, that's on yeah, my that's on my top five anime shows that I've never watched because I've never watched an anime, so there's a lot of things hmm. you haven't watched, Isaac. Let's that's cool, man. That. That's really cool that you shared that on the air. Thanks for sharing that. Zane, go ahead. Uh my number three is the boys. And kinda like what's been repeated, like like it gets very heavy from which you know, from a superhero genre that's um, you know, you're used to with everything that Marvel's putting out and then this goes in a totally different direction. And yeah, it, it hits you over the head with a few things that it addresses and tackles and I can't wait for season two. Uh, Isaac. And number three is season four of Rick and Morty. Uh, the first episode, I honestly was like, oh, you know what? It's classic Rick and Morty, funny, haha. But it wasn't like mind blowing. But every episode since then, it's just gotten better and better. And like the last two episodes, I watched both of them in a row and it was just like, oh my gosh, this is some of the best Rick and Morty we've ever had. It's it's so good. So yeah, season four of Rick and Morty is shaping up to be probably the best, my, my favorite at least uh, season of Rick and Morty ever. So really awesome season. Do you think that this is the prime of Rick and Morty right now? I mean, it's shaping up to be. If they finish out this season strong, yeah. Like, and it, it you know, I feel like future remains to be seen because this is a show that could just be done all of a sudden and not really do anymore. But if they keep this up and just keep creating this kind of content, I'm I'm all in for everything they're gonna make. So. Uh, number three for me would be Umbrella Academy. I would echo the things that have been said earlier, so I'm not going to go into that any more than we already have. So we'll go back to the top. Robbie, what is your number two TV show of the year? My number two is The Witcher. I am all in on everything The Witcher right now. I'm listening to the books. I'm playing the video game, and I've watched uh, The Witcher season one twice already on Netflix. So that that is that is easily. I I'm in love with that. I think Henry Cavill has been great as Geralt. Geralt. Um, <clears throat> there's a few things here and there that that I that I don't like that they did, but all in all, I it's it's everything I wanted The Witcher to be, and it's it's a great show. Is your rating a six out of six? Um, it's probably five and a half. Probably five point five. There's 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 some, there's some things that they did. Um, and it had to do with their they have kind of have a wonky timeline that if you're not paying attention you'll completely be confused by the time you get to episode six or seven um and then there's a few 
actor choices that they made that don't align with the books or the game at all and you're just kind of left going why did they make that choice and because of that i give it a 5.5 but everything else i i I love the movie or i love the show i'll give it i would have given it a six had they changed a few things mark number two uh my number two goes out to the mandalorian i'm all in on the mandalorian i'm surprised some of you guys don't have it higher but maybe it's just my star wars fandom and give me more Baby Yoda next season. At least we'll get that this year, unlike some people who like The Witcher, who don't get it for five years. I want to see the baby. Where's the baby? <laughs> the baby. That's brilliant. It's such a good one. Jarrett. Coin to your Witcher, oh valley of plenty. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be The Witcher, baby. <laughs> it's got to be. If nothing else, because that song has been stuck in my head forever. I, I'm actually surprised that you've gotten around to watching The Witcher already, Jarrett. I had to. Uh, so I played a little bit of Witcher 3, um, and I was like, well, they're making a TV show out of this? But it's been it's been pretty good. I, I would I would say that I'm definitely going to give it like somewhere between a 5 and a 6. I wouldn't give it a 6, because um, there's some things I'm like, eh, maybe unnecessary. But no, this, this is a fantastic TV show. Um, and yeah, like like Robbie said, like the timeline is a little confusing. And if you don't know what's going on, you're like, you won't get that. It bounces around. Um, but no, I have nothing but praise for the show. Did you see that someone modded toss a coin to your Witcher That's into so the Witcher good. three? That's so good. It's, it's the cool, it's the coolest little thing I've seen so far. Yo, Zaner. Yo, very cool. Uh, number two, I'm also tossing a coin to The Witcher because this show, like, it's just too good. It's such a great show, and I'm pretty sure the gripes I have with it are the exact same things Robbie has gripes about. So, yeah, I'd put it at about five and a half as well. Just, yeah, it, if, if it takes a little bit to get sorted through the timelines, but once you get past that, it's it's very good. Very Zane's well over here just fire. Oh, sorry. Zane's just fired up because uh, Triss isn't a spicy redhead. That's that's what I'm fired <laughs> up about. That's messed I up. I am mad about that's that. That's her character. Get her in her the game. Her character is a fiery right. redhead. Like she, uh. her her magic, her favorite magic ability is fire. Like <laughs> hashtag Team Triss. Oh, no hashtag. Stop taking gingers out of Hollywood. Yeah, I've been preaching this since yeah. like it started happening. They are removing gender characters from Hollywood. It's a pandemic. It needs to be addressed, but no one cares. Hundred percent needs to be addressed. That's that's the ti- That's that's the title of this podcast. We are leading the charge, Mark. We're with you. We stand Hashtag with you. Get redheads um, back. Uh, go ahead, uh, Isaac away with my number two which is the boys uh just a really cool edgy uh superhero take and man like like you hit it on the head max when you said you didn't know what you're getting into like i was like yeah the the previews made it seem edgy but after i watched the first episode i was like oh my gosh like i i don't know what the rest of this show holds for me but i'm already like almost scared to go on but i couldn't stop watching it because it was so good uh so yeah number two is definitely the boys just really well made uh show and just kept kept you guessing kept you interested in what was going on uh my number two is mind hunter 
um, Mindhunter on Netflix. Uh, this show um, is one of the most well-written shows I've watched, I think, in a long time. Um, yeah, this season in particular, they, they went and talked to Charles Manson. That scene <clears throat> with Charles Manson is, if we were doing a top five scenes of the year, is the, is one of the scenes that sticks out to me in my head. Um, Mindhunter just is such a scary show. In the sense, it's not a horror show. It's just scary because you can watch humanity going this way. And it's 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 uh, empathetic is maybe I would say it, it creates an, a level of empathy for some of these mass serial killers. And uh, it, it's dark uh, um, where the boys is dark in in a, I think, entertaining way. This show is dark in a somber. This this is reality way. And so, uh, yeah, Mindhunter is number two. This show continues to impress me. Cannot wait for next season. Mindhunter, in my opinion, might be the best show that Netflix has. Uh, it, it might be one of the best properties that Netflix has. Um, and, and that's saying a lot because Netflix has some really good stuff. I, I would, I think I'd take Mindhunter over Umbrella Academy right now in terms of which season I would like to see today. Uh, great season. Uh, just got to give that a lot of hype because I don't think anybody's going to put that. I, if somebody does put that at one, great, but I just don't see it looking at how it goes. So we'll go back to the top. Robbie, what is the number one show of 2019? So this show did not come out in 2019. It came out a long time ago, and I just finally got around to watching the entire, all, all the seasons, all the episodes this year. And that show is The Office. I had not wow. I had not watched not any watched of the office this until time. this until this year. <laughs> so I finally I finally got around to watching the enti- the entirety of the office. Great show. It was it's hard not to put that number 1 because of how good that show is throughout all the seasons and everything. Um so yeah, that that show bumped everything else down because I finally got around to it. So that's my number 1 I think for I me might for make 2019. An office reference like on- on a daily basis like it's probably a daily thing oh yeah for sure our group chat yeah, does that real. Yeah. I mean, we did that earlier with i want to see the baby <laughs> we literally did that um mark what's your number one show my number one show is the watchman i i coming into this was i'm a big watchman fan so you know i was i didn't know what to expect and it was going to be based on the original graphic novel but the story that they have told in modern times with this, with these characters in this universe, and just the social commentary they make, and just how the whole series is shot, and the story that leads up to the end, um, I just blew my mind. And I recommend anyone that's socially conscious to go watch this movie and uh, let us know what you think. I, I, I'm going to jump you, Jarrett, and just go next. My number one is is The Watchmen as well. Um, this show blew me away. And I think all, I think my top four blew me away this year. Um, just cause like the boys, I didn't expect that mind Hunter. I kind of knew would be a good season, but I didn't expect how deep it would go. Umbrella Academy, um, just was a, a fresh, fresh thing. I felt it was fresh and I enjoyed it. But Watchmen is the gem of 2019 HBO has itself a property that they need to double down on right now. 
And the fact that J.J. Abrams has been really vocal about saying, like, you know, I don't really want to come back. This might be better for a person of color to take this. Um, I tip my hat to him on that. I, I This is a great show. This show is unbelievable. And if you are somebody that doesn't have HBO, I would recommend getting a trial for a week and binge watching this show. This show will not disappoint you. This show is is fantastic top to bottom. It is some of the best writing of a show I've seen in years. The character development is remarkable. It takes characters from the old uh, comics, as Mark said, and sheds a different light on them. Um, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Dr. Manhattan's fantastic in this. Um, great take on that. So, uh, Jarrett, we'll go to you. Uh, mine is Mandalorian. Uh, I won't go into it too much because we've already talked about it, but I feel like when John Favreau was was doing this, he must have like binge watched Firefly, because um, I really get heavy Firefly vibes from this series. But as a Star Wars fan, excellent. As a fan of cinema and TV, excellent. Um, people were complaining about the lull in the middle where it's kind of more episodic and the storyline doesn't really move that much. I mean, it gives some character background on the Mandalorian but it's not like heavy, heavy into story, but all that kind of comes to bear in the last two episodes, uh, which I'm not going to spoil because Max has not gotten a chance to see it yet, but um, fantastic series. I I was in love with this from day one and it continued to impress. Zane. Yeah. I'm also going to continue on with what Jared said. My number one is also the Mandalorian. Um, I was not expecting this to be what it was. And I think it just goes to show uh, more that John Favreau is he's very intelligent on what he makes and a lot of the stuff he touches um, really turns out very well and he's slowly becoming um, he's very much becoming one of my new favorite directors like I'll watch anything he makes Isaac and my number one is also the Mandalorian the Mandalorian my man like that show you watch it and immediately like in the first five minutes of the first episode you get I think Personally, I think you get more Star Wars vibe than the whole sequel trilogy. Like, you immediately, even though there's not a John Williams score, you immediately know that this is the Star Wars universe, and I love that about this show. Like, it's just such a fantastic representation of the Star Wars universe, and I I love it six out of six. It can't wait for the next season of The Mandalorian. It's been so good. And the direction that Disney Plus is taking Star Wars, I am all for it. Like if they're gonna like they're gonna do that Kenobi show eventually, and if they're gonna put more shows up on Disney Plus in the Star Wars universe, I think I am gonna be loving each and every uh, piece of content they put out. And hopefully, the content that the Star Wars universe has gotten points to the the level of quality we're going to get in the marvel uh shows later this year even with i think falcon and the winter soldier comes out in the fall like mandalorian has been so awesome and so pumped to see the awesome uh expanding of the star wars universe not just in uh comics or video games or other things like that but to finally to live action tv show uh if we give a scoring of all the fi- of all the ones through fives we give one point for fives and then five point for ones 
The Stan Lee from the Infinity Bros podcast this year for TV shows would be The Mandalorian with the honorable mention going to The Watchmen with 14 points, with The Mandalorian receiving 15, 19, 20 points. Uh, that's, that's a pretty great score. Uh, good job. Let's head over to the movies portion of it. Robbie, will you tell us your honorable mentions for movies? I didn't put together an honorable mention list for movies. Um, that's okay. If you don't have one, we can, we can move on. Yeah, I'll just, just move on. That's okay. Mark. Well, good. Cause I have an honorable mention list. Of good. Oh boy. Here yep. we go. Yep. <laughs> go ahead. Take a breather. Get a cup of coffee. This is my list being rolled out. <laughs> I have Alita Battle Angel. Fighting with My Family, Captive State, Detective Pikachu, John Wick 3, Brightburn, Rocketman, The Dead Don't Die, and Spider-Man Far From Home. And those are my honorable mentions. Thank you. Uh, Jarrett. <laughs> my honorable mention would be uh, Always Be My Maybe. I love that movie, but I just couldn't find room for it in my top five. And a correction on the numbers, uh, somebody just texted me. The Witcher would actually be our honorable mention, not Watchmen. Witcher got 12 points, Watchmen got 11. So The Witcher would be our honorable mention for TV shows. Sorry about that, guys. Hey, toss Sorry about a that, guys. <laughs> Math is hard. I'm sitting here writing them down, trying to calculate on the fly. Uh, Zayner, honorable mentions. Um, I'm going to always uh, copy, always be my maybe. I'm going to keep my honorable mention list very short. Okay. Isaac. Uh, I just have one on my honorable mentions, and that is Shazam. Oh. No, I, I also uh, would put Shazam as my honorable mention as well. So, Robbie, what is your number five movie of 2019? My number five is How to Train Your Dragon 3, The Hidden World. I uh, went to that with my kid. I think it was my kid's it's my kid's second movie ever going to. Uh, he did very good in it. Um, but I, I love the How to Train Your Dragon world. Uh, we watch all the shows. Like, I don't know. I just... I. I love it. My number five is Always Be My Maybe. That show was iconic. It was a top five performance by Keanu Reeves, and it's on Netflix, and everyone should go watch it. <laughs> Jared. Uh, just like the internet in Montana, I'm always way behind the times. Uh, number five is Captain Marvel, because I finally <laughs> got around to seeing it this year. That came out in 2019. It did come did out really? in 2019. Oh. You're good. You're good. Yep, you're good. Well, it came out in 2019. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it came you're good. Because like, it came out before Endgame. Or, came out a month and no, month and change before Endgame. So I know I know a lot of people didn't like this movie. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was a fun. Well, like, Elizabeth Banks would be happy. Yeah, it was an it was a nice origin story. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Number five. Captain Marvel doesn't make my list or honorable mentions, but it was a good movie. It was good. Like there, it it didn't deserve all the hate, but there's a standard with Marvel. I think that might be the other part of it. So, uh, Can they get like Zayner. Ninety six on. Tomatoes. I don't think it got hated that much. It was well. I think. I think. I mean, uh, Robert hated it because it's Robert. Yeah, I. I would say. I think some fanboys were not liking it. Like I remember Zane and I talking about this. So that's the only reason I say it. If you're yeah, if you're Twitter looking was, at like reviews on Twitter, Twitter and bad. stuff, it's pretty much split fifty fifty. Like half the people hated it and half the people loved it. So. Uh, Zane, number five. Uh, hang on, I'm updating my Infinity Bros top five list after Jarrett just gave his take there. So, okay. Um... <laughs> All right, my number five is actually Alita: Battle Angel. Like, I just, I really like this movie. It's very, very fun to watch. 
Yes, 100%. Uh, no, best CGI of 2019 is still Thor The Dark World. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody's got to represent. <laughs> it's not much, but it's an honest living. <laughs> Everybody's got a bit, right? <laughs> Isaac, what's your number five? Forever. Jared is stuck with that bit. Uh, my number five is actually Joker. Uh, great movie. The there's just like dark vibes around that, so the rewatchability for me is low. Like I'm not gonna pop that in and watch it on a Sunday afternoon or anything. But really well made movie, and Joaquin Phoenix is amazing. My number five is Toy Story four. Um, yeah, I loved Forky uh, over Christmas. I was yelling, "I'm trash" um, <laughs> all the time, and me and the kids were yelling at the nephews and nieces. Uh, great rewatchable movie. Toy Story just continues to own it. Great job. Loved it. Uh, Robbie, number four. My number four is Dragon Ball Super Broly. I know Zane will appreciate that, and I don't know if anyone else will. Jared, maybe. But it's a great movie. Came out, came, I like came out January. Oh, sorry, Mark. Came out January uh, 16th. So it was, I, had, I had to Google to make sure that it came out this year. But probably the best. I thought that. I thought that came out in 2018. No, Google it. Oh, no, it came out in Japan in yeah, 2018. Yeah. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, Zane, come I on. Everybody Googled knows it, that, Zane. Zane. I did your thing and Googled it. Gosh, Zane. <clears throat> that's that's his no, bit. I had to. Yeah. But no, probably the best. Well, after the last, after the TV segment, we needed you to Google it to make sure you're in the right decade. So. <laughs> 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 bang, bang. Yeah. That's going to be a, that's going to. Uh, you. That one's going to stick with you for a while. Yeah, Dragon Ball Super Broly. Okay, I'm done. Zane, can we spoil it? Zane, will this th- will this movie be making an appearance on your list later? No, because I forgot that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Then Robbie, Robbie, Honorable you want to just give Honorable Robbie, mention. can you give us just a quick like 20, 30 second like, hey, why this movie? Oh, uh, the 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 art is amazing. Yeah, Goku, yeah, Vegeta, I mean, Broly. The art and the fighting <laughs> scenes. The the entire movie is action, and and the way they the they actually get Broly in to be canon in the Dragon Ball universe because the original Broly movies aren't weren't technically canon. Um, so the way that they put him into this universe and and, and develop his character uh, was was great. And then the fighting scenes are fantastic. And you, it it's if you like Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, you you have to love this movie. It's it's everything you want. Okay, Mark. My number four is based on the true story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Gosh, I still got to see this one. This this is like, this is the on great, the top of my got to see this movie. You got a movie with Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, directed by Quentin Tarantino, and also has Margot Robbie. It is a six out of six, and it's a must watch. Hell yeah, brother. Robbie. That's Margot Robbie. It, it's Roby. It's like pronouncing Jardine Jordine. Jared, why don't you take a head? Why don't you go ahead? Maybe pick a movie in this in this year, though, please. Uh, number four is Far From Home. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal continues to impress. Um, another solid delivery from John Favre. And uh, yeah, good uh, addition to the Marvel franchise. Zener. Uh, my number four is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh my gosh! 
that movie is fantastic because it's giant <laughs> monsters fighting each other. How can you not like that? Good point. Yeah. Hard to hard to fight with that one. Um, Isaac, number four. Uh, my number four is my non-2019 movie that I watched for the first time this year is V for Vendetta. You've I got to be kidding on... me. Are you kidding what me year, right now, guys? What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I watched it, and it like that movie is so dang good. Like It might make my like top 10 later. list of all time. It was the first time I watched it. Not even from this decade. That was two decades ago. I love, I love, I love that someone else did. Yes, <laughs> and fantastic. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm two of you did that. Like one of you, I was like, whatever, it's it's funny, it's a good bit. But I'm the second the one, it's like, wow. Beef and Vendetta came out in two thousand five. Okay, yeah. if this movie wasn't so good that I would, that's I fair. Put it on this list. Number four uh, is uh, for me is going to be Joker. Um, this one was kind of going up and down my list, but at the end of the day, uh, I think the top three really impacted me more this year and we'll get into those later. So yeah, number four is Joker. Uh, Robbie, we'll go back to you. Is Shazam a uh, great movie. Got a, got a chance to go a little early. I think saying, did we go in 2019, 2018? Cause I know we got, I, I got passes to go early. Yeah, I don't really, yeah, we went way early. Yeah, I don't remember if what year it was, but it came out in 2019. Uh, Shazam's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Uh, the DCU is in good hands if they keep doing good things with these smaller, lesser-known characters. So, it's a great movie. Yeah, Shazam, even just an honorable mention, like, just, the movie's so good. I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the future of that that franchise. Mark? Uh, my number three uh, is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. I really enjoyed yeah. that movie. I don't really have much to say bad about it, and it will. I think I'm sure. I wonder if that'll come back up. Um, that that one should come back up. It'll I think it'll stay strong in the annals of history. There it is. Okay. Love okay, uh, Jarrett. Jarrett, uh, go ahead. My number three. I I don't know if you guys will even have this on your list, but if you go on Netflix right now, there's a Christmas movie called Klaus. Oh yeah. Um, I did. Movie. I did not expect to like this as much as I did. Um, but I've watched it like three or four times with my kids, and it's it's a great Christmas story for sure. Definitely top five. Mm. Yeah, this is this is a good one. We saw this over Christmas as well. Very the good animation movie. In this Recommendation from Robbie. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's a good pick. I like that. Uh, Zaner. All right. My number three is Spider-Man Far From Home. Just Anything you want to add? No, like just continue on with Favreau does a wonderful job. Like this is the – um, a Spider-Man. Favreau didn't re- didn't direct. No, it. but he was in it. Okay, just making yeah, sure that I'm, was understood. I'm saying. Okay, I'm just being sure. Just, just being I sure. Love yeah. Everything has Favreau in it, and then just <laughs> he loved Mary Jones's character arc as well. Yep, yep, yep he's yep, all yep, in yep. on John Favreau. <laughs> but it just it really had the feel of a Spider-Man movie. Like it really kind of found its roots, and that's what I really liked about it. Okay. Um, Isaac. My number three is also Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio was one of the better uh, modern era uh, villains, I feel like. He he was really, really great, and his costume was maybe top three in the MCU. It was really good. Um, so, yeah, that, that movie was fantastic, and I loved it, and I obviously love all things Spider-Man, so... 
Number three is Spider-Man Far From Home. The shocking one on my list is number three, Alita Battle Angel. Oh, yeah. Um, did not expect to like... Zane, you had been telling me for a long time, go see this movie. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, all right, I'll see it when I see it. And uh, man, did I not... Was I not disappointed watching this movie? Love it. Cannot wait for the next one. Did a lot of research about the, the IP afterwards. Love, love, love this movie. Great acting across the board. Um, Mahershal Ali is also one of my favorite actors, I'm learning. So anything he's in that I'm like I'm like I like it automatically. Um he's just he's just dynamite. Everybody's dynamite in this. Zane, thanks for the recommendation. I appreciate that cuz that movie was fantastic. I I loved it. I absolutely love that movie. Uh let's go back to number 2. We're starting to get into the real ones now. Robbie. Um uh, my number 2 is Joker. Um Isaac alluded to this earlier that it's it's not the most rewatchable movie. Um I plan to rewatch it with Jessica once I can get my hands on it um but top to bottom story acting directing it the, the cinematography the the way they that uh joking phoenix goes about being the joker is just it's so sorry who joking phoenix Joaquin, joking phoenix whatever. because he's um, joker we went you know? from walking Hawk, phoenix with isaac to joking however you say his name it's a weird name <clears throat> joaquin anyway start started is a weird name, but no that that's one of the it's one of the best movies out there. It, it's it's a tough watch though I will say, but but it's easily one of the best performances and movies you can you could have seen in two thousand nineteen. It's it that's the only reason it's not higher on my list, Robbie. Is the right. is the rewatchability? That's the only reason. It, it's so good. Um, yeah, but I'll rewatch it probably once. It it. Mark, and that'll probably be it. <laughs> Yeah, you own it, and that's it. But you own it, Mark. My number two, which is you know one of the biggest movies, if not the biggest movie this year, Avengers Endgame. Wow, that's two. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm same. really curious to see what your number. You, one you'll is hear. It. It's gonna be the original I'm Man Bros podcast. <laughs> it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just watched the ten. Um, and my number one, I just got it for one. the first time. Is Gone with the Wind. Um, <laughs> all right, Jared, go ahead. Um, my number two was Rise of Skywalker. Um, okay. For all the so obviously, like people have been nitpicking it like crazy on Twitter. Critics have yeah. kind of really t- torn this apart. I love this movie. Like obviously, there are flaws. We see the flaws. We we can nitpick all we mm-hmm. want. But this really felt like a good Star Wars movie and a, a good finish to a very rocky start. Um, just middle. Yeah, yeah. Just so like, really, it, the Sith felt sinister in this, and it was such a delivery on like the building up of Palpatine and how that all resolves in this. It was a phenomenal movie, and I love it. I I honestly gave that movie a five point nine out of six. It was dang near perfect. Good for you, Jarrett Zane. Uh, my number two is Shrek. Uh, no, um, <laughs> which Shrek? Um, <laughs> Shrek is life. Shrek is life. One Shrek is all the Shreks. <laughs> no, oh, my. Uh, no, that, that's enough. your pick. You don't my... get to talk anymore. Next. <laughs> <laughs> no, my number two is also the Joker. Just a very heavy movie, but so well done. And I'll be super edgy and say Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was better than Heath Ledger's. Don't at me. No, no, I don't. I would double fact. down on that, Zane. Hashtag I would fact double, <laughs> double down on that, Zane. You are 100% right on that. Couldn't agree more. 
Isaac. steam coming out of Robbie's ears. Yeah, we can have a debate on that in another episode, but I could I, not I agree love both that. Of them. Isaac. <laughs> Isaac. Okay, so my number two is also Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Um, I Yeah, like Jared said, there are flaws, but honestly, all in all, this movie wrapped up the Star Wars uh, Skywalker saga, saga way better than I thought it would, especially with Last Jedi kind of just throwing a wrench in it. Like, there was way more closure than I expected. Like, I was not expecting to be satisfied at the end of this movie, and I really was. Like, despite all the flaws, and and really, the flaws are minor in my mind. J.J. Um, Abrams did a really good job of, of, I wouldn't even say correcting, but, like, kind of uh, not changing, but he, like, ret- he didn't even retcon. I don't know. He, he just did a great job of kind of tying the loose ends that were created in The Last Jedi. So I, I thought that was a fantastic movie, and it's Star Wars. Like, I, I love Star Wars, always will. And, um, yeah, so that was my number two. for uh, My number two is Always Be My Maybe. Oh. This is a great, great movie. Um, I think I want to buy this movie on DVD or, or Blu-ray just because I'm like, Man, this is I just can't limit it just to just Netflix. Just in case I feel the like. apocalypse happens and you Yeah, you know, it, I yeah. just I just want a copy for some reason. This is this movie is is like the surprise of the year to me. Um Mark, you would recommend this movie to me. And just I, I loved it, Mark. I, I just I praise this movie so much. Would love a sequel. I feel like they could do a great sequel to this. I don't even know where they would go with it, but I'd watch it. Um give me give me those actors all day long. Give me Give me that. It's it was just, just tremendous. The sequel would just be two hours of Keanu Reeves trying to get people to hit him. <laughs> I'd watch I'd that. be. I'm it. It's so good. Sorry. If you haven't seen Always Be Me, maybe go watch it on Netflix, and you will not be disappointed. It's one of Netflix's best um, movie properties, in my opinion, as well. Robbie, give us your number one movie of 2019. I don't think this is going to shock anyone, but it's it's Endgame. Like, the Fanatic. The fanatic. Yes. Oh. I watched a review on it. The Fanatic. It's my number one. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> uh no end game for sure end game like, end game it's, it's everything that we wanted coming together finally ending this decade-long series basically the you know the infinity saga or whatever however you want to call it but i i don't think i need to get much into it it's my number one uh mark uh my number one because i've i still bonded with this movie it's the Joker. Or Joker. My bad. I was hoping for cats. I, I thought it was going to be cats as well. Yeah, well. I soul bonded with the cat. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was looking for cats too. I did. You soul bonded you with cats. You don't choose your cat. Yeah, your cat chooses you. Yeah. <laughs> He's all in on free. Oh, no. Wait, oh, goodness. Elba br- is bright there. green eyes looking down Mark, at can you t- Mark, can you go ahead and just tell us real quick why, why number one for Joker? I think it's an overall good movie. You got good directing probably the greatest work an actor has ever done embodying a character that is known and again i think you know 2019 has been for me the year of social commentary and the social commentary told in that movie is just mind-blowing and um no matter how depressing and sad some of the parts might be it's like that's it's real people man that's that's like embodied a lot of people in this world and that's why i think why it was successful but there you go. 
Great job, Mark. Way to be edgy. <laughs> For number one. Ooh, Avengers Endgame. No surprise there. That's it. Enough said. Uh, yeah, just keep it keep it going here. Avengers Endgame. I don't, you know, that was the movie. It's the combination of what? Yeah, ten years of cinema. Like it. I don't care what Martin Scorsese <laughs> says. Like, <laughs> I don't care what you say. Screw that guy. Avengers Endgame, number one. Uh, the only thing I'll say about this movie is that I sobbed, probably cried like a hundred times more than every other movie like I've seven, ever watched. You've only seen like seven Isaac movies. cries in a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Watching Beer Vendetta crying. Movie, so yeah, that was a lot. No, I. <laughs> I I may have shed a tear during that movie because it's so beautiful. But Avengers Endgame, Avengers Endgame was the was the greatest movie of 2019 and is probably up there in my. Don't stick the landing time. as well. There it, was it satisfying just that movie. Yes, could it have been more? Yes, and I think that's my criticism of that movie afterwards is I wanted the end game feeling I got. And and I didn't I don't feel like I fully got that from Star Wars, but end game is just a feeling I, I and I think we've all said this is like we will walk out of that going that that was an experience. Um you will tell your kids they they pulled it off. And I don't know if they'll ever be able to do that again. I don't know if Marvel will be able to do that again. Um it's going to be difficult to do that again. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I'll. I just want to comment. Yes, I. I wasn't expecting to feel the same way after True. Rise of Skywalker than I did after Endgame because Endgame was just that big of an event. But it was. It was a satisfying ending. But yeah, you're totally right about that. That it wasn't. It wasn't half as emotional. Well, I think uh, Star Wars. Even I think Star Wars Star deserves Wars it more. This, like, to be honest, know, than Marvel. I think Star Wars deserves that legacy. ending, and I think it that's why I'm so critical of. The way Disney handled it, not the movie right, itself. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm cool with people liking the movie. I think Disney needs to. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And I think JJ totally. Abrams did as well of a job as he could have wrapping up that that movie. But it just, yeah, yeah it just is a bummer that it worked out that way. But yeah, I, I still think it was a satisfying ending. Just yeah, Avengers Endgame was just way more. Yeah, emotional. The Stanley for best movie this year all goes to Avengers Endgame with everybody giving it at least a top two rating. It had five ones and one two, almost a perfect score across the board. And then the honorable mention will go to Joker. Uh, which which got a one, two twos, a four, and a five. Well done to all those. Uh, let's go to the comic books of twenty uh, tw- of twenty nineteen. I didn't make a list. Who made who made a list on this one? Can we hear what? Jarrett, Zaner. Perfect. Okay, cool. I have a small list. I can um, throw in Zane, there. Who, who doesn't have a list? Tell me if you don't. Okay, Zane and I do not, so we'll take Zane and I off. I, I do not. Alrighty, Robbie, we're going to start with you. Do, does anybody have honorable mentions, or is it just five? Why don't we just – let's just – because this is, this is going to be really long. We just keep going. Can we just name Let's go back to the top five. five. Yeah, we've got, we've got about 20 minutes okay. left. We can do 20 more minutes. So let's go, Robbie. Let's start with you, top five. All right. So 
So not all of these came out this year. It's just when I got around to them, I just didn't have enough time for comic books. But my number five would be DC's Deceased. Uh, good run. Got to get into it if you can. Uh, Batman White Knight. And Is that the four? Series that have been following it. Um, that's four. Yeah, sorry. Yep. So number four would be Batman White Knight and the continuing uh, series that they're doing with it. Um, and number three would be Batman Metal. Uh, basically introduce us to the villain universe in the DC universe. Um, what do you think of the bat? What do you think of the Batman who laughs? Um, my number. Oh, I love it. It's the connection that they made with all these evil Batmans that basically are all the justice league just, but they're Batman. And they got like, Mm -hmm. there's a, there's the red death. Who's like the flashes Batman. Like, Oh, it's just so good. And the Batman who laughs is, is a, is a great take. On making a Batman mm-hmm. into a Joker type character, and and DC is running with it, and they should, um, and it's it's really good. I have he's been pretty popular amongst uh, the the forums, I think. So that's why I ask. Oh yeah, he's he's, I mean, he's the combination of two great characters, and the the art that they did with him is great. It's just a great concept and a great visual representation okay. of what you would think a Batman Joker would be. Um, my number two would be Detective Comics number 1000. Uh, Detective Comics finally hit that 1000 mark. Um, second comic book ever to hit the 1000 mark. Uh, it's just a culmination of stories. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's just it's Batman. You get Batman. Um, and then my number one, which finally finished uh, late November, is Doomsday Clock. Cannot wait to finish this. Cannot wait to finish this. The Watchmen. Yep, yep. It's a connection between the Watchmen and the Justice League. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm halfway through it right now. you got to read it. So I'm looking I, forward I to this. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. I just, I just <clears> grabbed <throat> the 12th book, so now I'm going to go through, reread all of it again. And, yeah, I'm... I'm but so far, I'm really enjoying it. And if you like the Watchmen universe, like I know, if you watch I think the they're Watchmen going to go show, with a lot of Watchmen after that HBO show. I'll tell you that right now, Mark. Uh, my top five, also, like Robbie, not all came out in 2019, but I think most did. Uh, my number five, Silver, Silver Surfer Black. Uh, number four, Age of X Men. Uh, number three, JLA Rock of Ages. My number two, Deceased. Which is kind of like, uh, like you can compare it to, like Marvel zombies in a sense, and then my number one, Doomsday Clock. Anything Watchmen just feed it. Down I, I've been reading own. Doomsday Clock too, and I, I guess I could put that as one as well because just like it's good, it's really good, it's a good run. Jared, um, my honorable mentions are East of West, which is an Image property. Um, it's pretty pretty solid. Uh, Batman Metal, which we've already mentioned. Uh, and Saga, which is a nice indie comic that's probably one of the larger ones next to like Walking Dead and whatnot. So um, all those are very good. But going to number five, I had never heard of this comic before this year, and I just randomly came across it. Um, It's Descender, and then the sequel series is called Ascender. It's by Image as well, and it's fantastic. It's Jeff Lemire, who's always one of my favorites, um, and he does a great job with this. Number four is Umbrella Academy. Um, I've, I've been just digging into this like crazy. I love it. I think the storyline is great. Um, number three was already mentioned. It's white Knight. Um, 
this is probably my favorite Batman comic of all time. I know that we all like Hush and we like uh, Longest Night and uh, The Long Halloween, or sorry, Darkest Night and uh, Long Halloween, but I think White Knight is probably my favorite so far. Uh, number two is Star Wars Dr. Afra, which is a Marvel property, and it takes the story of um, one of uh, Darth Vader's lackey and her uh, adventure beyond and trying to run away from Darth Vader and survive in a world where she's being hunted by him. It's great. Uh, and number one is another image comic. It's by Scotty Young. It's called Middle West. Um, and it is fantastic. It has very, it's, it's sci-fi meets fantasy, but it's grounded in realism of like, what would the Midwest look like if it was this weird, bizarro fantasy and sci-fi world? It's, it's very good. And if nothing else, just check out the first comic. That's what got me hooked on it. This is the first issue. And if you like it, keep going. If not, well, it's not for everybody. But I, I am obsessed with this series. I love Scotty Young. And it is just a great, Isaac. well-written uh, comic. All right. So uh, I am not really into current comics. So I'll, all of mine are older comics. And some of them are ones that I've just been rereading. So number five is the original Watchmen graphic novel. Uh, reread that again this year. And that's a fantastic one. Number four, um, I was inspired by Far From Home to start rereading the original Amazing Spider-Man run. And just going back and rereading that is just super cool to see the origin of um, of Spider-Man and, you know, the with the passing of Stan Lee, too. Just cool to just see his work again. Um, the next one I've got, uh, thank you, no, sorry, this is a different one, uh, Eternals. I had not heard anything about Eternals before, you know, the movie was announced and everything like that, so I re- or I read those this year. It is a 20, I believe it is a 2014 run and then a 2016 run. I could be getting the years mixed up on that. But uh, two different runs, and they're both pretty good. Not bad. And I actually made me really excited for the Eternals movie coming out this year. Uh, and then number two, thank you, Jarrett, for this recommendation, is Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Uh, it was the first time I've read that, and that was a really, really good run. It was really cool. I powered through that in one night because it was just so stinking good. Um, and then my number one is the 2015 uh, rebranding of the Star Wars comics, uh, just the general Star Wars run that Disney uh, started out with. Man, I love that run because it shows the power of Darth Vader in such that a cool a light like you don't really see it in the in the uh movies so much you see it in other like content like especially uh spoilers i guess jedi fallen order but it's it's man it's so so stinking good like it's 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 really fantastic so that was my number one um and that i don't read a ton of comics but that's Isaac, my that's comic list. book list for the year i love that list oh thanks man appreciate that okay um, so then our comic book of the year of 2019 would be Doomsday Clock. <clears throat> they would That would win the Stan Lee. And then our honorable mentions would be Batman, White Knight, and DC Deceased. It would be a tie for honorable mention, but that is okay. Congratulations to Doomsday Clock. Uh, we're going to quick go through our video games. Lightning quick. 
And then because I want to give time to podcasts to promote other people because we have a lot of friends in podcasts. So we want to make sure we lift them up and give them their their uh, hour in the sun. So quickly through video games. Robbie, okay. go. Once again, not all 2019. Doesn't matter. Uh, number five would be Apex. Kind of came on the scene randomly. No one knew it was coming out. Um, really enjoyed playing it. Didn't play it nice. quite as much as I would have liked to. Um, but still just a great game in the Titanfall universe. Uh, number four would be the Untitled Goose Game. Because I can play it with my kid. It's a great game. It's fun. It's stupid. <laughs> nice. It's funny. Alright, number three would be The Division 2. If you like shooters, it's probably the best classical shooter you can get into. Um, my number two would be Monster Hunter World. Uh, Jarrett, yeah, Jarrett got a bunch of us hooked on that. I was all in on that for a few months. And then my number one for 2019. Ugh. Shut your face, Max. Blech. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. In <laughs> um, keeping with uh, boo, what boo I've just been man. so, boo, so boo this man. engulfed in recently is The Witcher 3. I am i don't know how many hours I've sunk into that game last month, but gosh, I love i love The Witcher world. I'm all in on The Witcher world. That's my number one game right now. Right. Mark, do you have any video games? Yeah, I can, I can do a quick top five. Yeah, go for uh, it. These are games I probably played a ton this year. Uh, number five, Pokemon Go. Four... Fortnite 3, Friday the 13th game, number 2, Madden 20, and my number 1, Star Wars Fallen Order. Wow. What was 3? Uh, Friday the 13th. Nice. Okay. It was Friday the 13th? That's on Max's list, too, I bet. The one where you... I mean, what was uh, what was um number 2? I'm sorry. Madden 20. Madden 20. Got it. Star Wars Fallen Order. 1. Jarrett. Uh... Number five is Magic the Gathering Arena. Um, it's the video game version of the popular card game. Uh, number four is Apex Legends. Number three is Monster Hunter World. Number two is Star Wars Battlefront. And number one, which has been around for a while, but I'm suddenly very, very obsessed with it, is Rocket League. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah, I got <laughs> That's I your number one. And I'm, nice. I'm hot garbage at this game if you watch oh my our gosh. stream from a few weeks back but i love this game i'm obsessed with it zaner all right so my number five is uh division two number four i have fire emblem three houses gosh zane good good pick zane um my number three is actually ghost recon breakpoint my number two is death stranding and my number one is jedi fallen order Jedi Fallen Order. Number one was your Jedi Fallen Order? Yep. Wow. Pretty big. Isaac. All right. Uh, so I have a couple games that aren't from 2019 on here, but number five is The Outer Worlds. I uh, haven't finished that game yet, but I just got into it like a month ago, and it's really good so far. So really enjoying that. Number four is The Last of Us Remastered. Played that for the first time this year, and that was a really cool game. Uh, number three is Zelda Breath of the Wild. I got my Switch this year, and I've been playing through a couple different Switch games, but that game is fantastic. Still haven't finished that one either yet, but it's it's so good so far. Um, number two is Apex Legends. That one just busted on the scene and is such a good game for for you know a free to play, uh, just quick one you want to jump into. And my number one is also Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. 
Uh, just a really fun game. Just enjoyed it all the way through. Uh, who doesn't like a game where you can run around and just slash people with lightsabers? Like it's it's great. So that is my number one video game of 2019. I only have a top four. I couldn't really get past these four. Um, and I play a lot of Switch games, so I wanted to make sure I honored Switch games. So four would be Super Smash Brothers, the new one. Really great. A lot of fun. Number three is Pokemon Sword. I just got done playing this over the weekend. Wow. Go get this game. I'll talk about it on the next episode we have. Number two is uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Love it. Isaac, you, did you get that game? Oh, I still need that. Dude, no, get that game. It yet. is so good. I'm, I'm excited. And then number one, I discovered this game this year. It is not a new game. It's an old It's an old game. Older game still in the last couple of years is Tetris 99. I am hooked on this game. I'm like, Jarrett. I just cannot get enough of this game. It is so stinking good. It is so stinking good. Tetris 99. Max, so did, you play, did you play Odyssey? Um, so the Mario Odyssey? Super Mario Odyssey? Odyssey? Oh, Sarah played that, that game. Your number five if you played it. We, we sure. bought that game for Sarah. So Sarah beat it in two weeks, and, and then Sarah, she gave me the Switch pace. back. I will say so. that officially on the podcast. I'm sure Sarah yeah, she loves, loves, loves if, if she had a list, it would well. be... It would be Mario Odyssey, sure and that Sarah would be would it. Would that. you say? Sarah would play Sea of Thieves with me. Sea of Thieves, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give her a call and let her know that. Um, so the video game of the year was Star Wars Fallen Order, and then our honorable mention is Monster Hunter World. Very good. Congratulations. Wait. That was only on my list. That was, the, that was only no, on Jared's on list, wasn't it? Nope. In a couple of seven. It was on Jared and Robbie's. Oh, it was on both. Okay. Isn't, didn't we have Apex on a couple Apex of Apex got five and four. Oh. Monster Hunter World got two and okay. three. Oh, wow. So Monster Hunter okay. World would take... Wait, I, I had Apex at two. You had Apex Everything's at two? Everything's ruined. Well, then we could give Apex the award. Do you want to give it... For, okay. Just forget yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Go listen to... <laughs> All right, Bibli. Monster Hunter World and Apex will both be our honorable <laughs> mentions. And, and That's Pokemon what we'll do. Fine. You be, yeah. you feel better, Isaac? You feel better? Jedi Fallen Order is the important one. And it would... And, we'll throw okay. it there. and finally, we want to give some love to uh, some podcasts that we've been listening to. Uh, some of them follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We want to give them some love. Uh, but also, if you're somebody who's listening to podcasts and checking them out, we want to make sure you, uh, you've you got a list to, to pull from. So, um, Robbie, we'll start. Robbie, you don't have a list. Mark, we'll start with uh, you. Yeah, let Robbie talk about his Audible have. books. I can't. He said he didn't want. Do you want to talk about them, Robbie? I can do it really quick. Do you want to? Okay, so. Do you want to or not, Robbie? It's your I, call. I do have one podcast on. But number five would be Black Klansman. Uh, it's it's if you watch the Netflix show, I believe it was Black or no, it was a movie Black KKK Klansman or whatever. Good book, good show. Watch it. Uh, subtle art of not giving AF. It's great. Uh, David Goggins can't hurt me. If you don't know who David Goggins is, he's a Navy SEAL who who has he's basically an inspirational speaker now. But crazy life story, crazy stories. Dude's just insane. Great book to listen to. <clears throat> um, my number two would be The Witcher, The Last Wish. I finally got around to list to buying all the audiobooks for The Witcher series. Um, probably my the most enjoyable listening for an audible book that I've had. I, I don't know the name of the guy who is doing the reading. I should have looked that up, but he's just great. He's really good. His act, his voice skills in that book are really good. Um, my number one, because it's really the only podcast besides the infinity bros that I listen to is the Joe Rogan experience. It's 
it's the best podcast out there in my opinion. I, so that's my. Okay, so if we have repeats, I'll I'll write them down. I'm just gonna write the repeats down. All Mark, right, go ahead. Well, if besides Infinity Bros being my most favorite podcast, uh, my top five includes uh, my number five, Talk is Jericho, number four, Fat Man Beyond, um, my number three would be Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. It's a yes. great podcast. My number. Two would be The Confessionals, and my number one favorite podcast is 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Cool. Um, are, we, are we allowed to include Infinity Bros in our top five? Or is that, is that faux I mean, pas? Um, yeah, I'm going to leave it out just because maybe that's a little... It's not going to win. Sure, it's not okay. going to win an award. Do it. Infinity We're not going to give it an award. Be number one, but barring that... Um, board Game Bros is number five. Uh, it's two board game de- designer brothers who review other board games, and it's very good. Um, number four is One Geek Four Eleven. Uh, Isaac turned me on to these guys, and we we follow them on Twitter, and they chat in our Discord. These guys I are great. Their, these guys their are great. Takes on uh, on magic is pretty awesome, and and I love to chat with. Yeah, it's the best when Cameron and. Uh, Jarrett get into magic talk in Discord, and it's like I they're speaking another language. It's I read it's, it out loud. Yeah, I read it out loud to my here? wife, and she just looks at me like, "What's wrong with you guys?" Uh, so good. What's wrong with um, you people? Number three is NADPOD, none of the D and D podcast. Um, it's the people from College Humor or Hot Date. If you watch that on Netflix, um, they do a D and D podcast, and it's fantastic. Uh, uh, number two is Adventures, or sorry, the Command Zone, which is a Magic the Gathering EDH podcast. Uh, very in my niche, in my wheelhouse. Uh, and number one is the Adventure Zone. It's the McElroy family and their D&D slash tabletop RPG uh, podcast. And it is very good. Those guys are hilarious. Zener. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Zane is an uncultured swine and doesn't listen to podcasts or audiobooks. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, I've got a, a pretty good list here. So I'd just like to say 2019 was a pretty cool year for us, like starting this podcast and just, you know, on Twitter, I've gotten to know, I, I run the Twitter and some of the social medias for the Infinity Bros, and I've gotten to know a lot of uh, guys on these podcasts through our Twitter and through other uh outlets and it's been just really cool uh listening to these podcasts and getting to know uh these people so number five i also have one geek 411 uh jarrett and cameron is pretty involved in our one of the co-hosts is pretty involved in our discord server and he's just a really cool dude and it's just a really cool thing to you know be interacting with other people uh from you know other communities and stuff like that so they've they've been awesome and their podcast again is is very well done uh very well produced and they're on like episode like 112 like they've been going for a while so really cool podcast check them out at uh one geek 411 on twitter uh number four is the reformed gamers uh it's a podcast that talks about video gaming which is really interesting to me i'm not like a is that the one that rad dad's so on? a uh, no, I will be mentioning okay, okay, that okay, later, sorry, sorry. so just sorry, sorry, hold sorry. on. I'm sorry. Hold your horses. There, he's guys. my favorite. So, I love Rad uh, Dad. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's my he's Rad Dad. Cool dude. Uh, but yeah, so Reformed Gamers, really cool guys that talk about video games from like a Christian perspective. 
Um, <coughs> and, and again, I'm not a huge gamer, so a lot of stuff they talk about is a little bit over my head, but it's just really fun to listen to because they have just such a cool perspective on it. So number three is the Retro Rewind podcast. These guys, I just really appreciate their uh, podcast uh, style and setup. Like they do one uh, movie or game from 15 years ago and they spend a whole like hour episode reviewing one one game or one movie so they go really in depth on it which is really cool so that's that's been one of my favorites to listen to and again uh, sorry before i i should have mentioned this before but like this is my first year of ever listening to podcasts like i'd never i think i maybe listened to one or two episodes of a podcast my entire life before listening to all of these this year so i've been just diving in the well you've only seen three movies before this year so like that lines up Uh, yeah yeah basically yeah so it it does it tracks it makes sense uh so number two i have with reverence and awesomeness and this is the uh podcast that rad okay okay he's one of our what he's one of our good buddies uh that we've gotten to know over the past year um he's really cool they just started their podcast this year along with us so they've uh you can check them out i think they are w-r-a-a-p podcast or something like that on twitter uh, really cool guys, rap podcast, yeah, basically. Uh, really cool guys that uh, we've gotten to know, and they they talk about like theology and just nerdy stuff in general as well. And pretty, I mean, we don't have like a uh, religious aspect to the Infinity Bros podcast, but I would say that our content is similar. Besides that, like they talk about other cool nerdy stuff. So go and check them out. The number one podcast that I have been listening to this year. And it's one that I look forward to every week is the Christian Nerd uh, with Scott Higa. He's been also he's a good friend of the uh, show. Instrumental, yeah, yeah. He's a good guy, and he's been helping us out, just giving us tips on podcasting. He's a podcast veteran, been doing it for years now, and he does his own show, uh, twenty minutes like an episode. So it's like perfect for my commute to work. I listen to it. He comes out with episodes on Mondays and Fridays. And, uh, yeah, it's just really cool guy. Just, he, he almost gets like too personal on his show (laughs) a little bit. He'll, he'll totally understand what, what he, what I mean by that. Um, but like, he just goes through life stuff, you know, like he just talks about his life and that's not something you see on every podcast. Like we're talking about content most of the time here on the infinity bros podcast. So I really appreciate that about him. And again, he's been, he's been really great about giving us pointers and stuff. And and we actually started the, the mini sods that we did and hopefully continue this year in 2020, uh, because we're kind of looking for more ways to get our content out there, uh, get you know people that aren't into the hour and a half episodes into listening to our podcast. So he was he was pretty great about that, and hopefully looking for more interaction and more ideas from him in the future. So that is my number one podcast of 2019 uh, at Scott Higa on Twitter and at the Christian Nerd on Twitter. So he's a really cool dude. Yeah, I've I've got whoa whoa heads up. We're pressing it now. Here we go. All right, um, I got a couple different ones out there as well. I've got the Way Home podcast with Dan Darling. Love this guy. Uh, does kind of those. If you're into shorter episodes, uh, it is a Christian based podcast, so that's why I love it so much. 
Um, but it's just a, it's a good listen to, it's kind of something I, I try to do once a week. I feel like, I feel like his content, especially is good seasonally. He just does a good rhythm of building his content around kind of how the year is going. It's a great. Listen to the Pat McAfee show at number four. I mean, this guy, what, what, what can't you say about this guy? He is such a great personality. ESPN, go get him. Uh, my sister-in-law got me on the number three, Craig Grishel. Uh, so if you follow me on Instagram, sometime I'll share his posts and, uh, I just love this guy. He's a pastor of a really big church down south in Oklahoma. And uh, just even if you're not a Christian, if you're just like, hey, I'm looking for motivational stuff, Craig Grishel really just uh, does a great job. He's he's super just disciplined in all he does. He's a great listen to. Um, in fantasy football, I listen to the Fantasy Footballers podcast. Uh, really love those guys. They've been really uh, funny smart and entertaining and uh i'm always able to get to the second round of my playoffs i feel like because of them and then i choke because i don't listen to them afterwards um and then finally uh the number one podcast for me is the podcast that i part of the reason we built this podcast a year ago was off these guys was pop culture leftovers um love these guys these guys actually do a three to five hour podcast every week and i know like some people that's kind wild and, and it's that's a, it's i don't really listen to all of it um when i listen to episodes but when i go on road trips i love it because it just saves it just saves me so much time so for instance they just did their star wars review that was a four-hour episode and i mean that just helps a road trip so if you're looking for a great road trip show this is it i'll tell you they're explicit they will like they got they got sailor mouths on them so if you got kids and you don't want them listening to that these aren't your guys but if you're somebody who doesn't mind that and you're really looking for great content regardless of how they're giving it to you this is a great show to listen to um the host brian comes prepared every week is the most prepared podcast host i've ever seen um his co-host jake his co-host jake is just tremendous does a remarkable job these guys are fantastic and i'll promote them pretty much until this podcast stops uh these guys are just wonderful so the podcast of the year because it's the only podcast to get two people to vote for it is the one geek 411 podcast no honorable mentions this hey. year so congratulations to those guys and uh thank you to everybody that uh that does this show thanks for everybody that listens thanks for a great year guys this is a fun year year one's in the under the under the yeah, yeah for real. under the belt we're done we it. who would have thought huh? fantastic that's nuts well we th- yeah Not me. Well, you guys rock Who'd have thought? Not, Not me. me. <laughs> Not, Not me. me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, thank you, listeners, for listening to this episode. We're so grateful that you joined us. Uh, again, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, check us out. Listen to us on Spotify, Google Music, and iTunes. Uh, we will talk to you guys later. We love you, Bye. 3000. We'll see ya. Bye. 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 Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>